All right, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Who's on the Lord's Side. Today, I will be discussing my thoughts and commentary on the movie Leave the World Behind. Child, listen. Mm-mm. See, I already knew. We already see whether they call it a revolution, whether they say it's going to be the age of Aquarius. Whatever is coming, we all know that is going to be built out of chaos. That they're going to have to sack something in order to rebuild something else. So I'm going to share my thoughts with you all on that movie. And also another movie a little later on, which is um, Who Killed Cooper Dunn? But that's just because I wanted to tie in some mysticism or occultism and also some symbolism into what all it is they be doing into these movies so if you have not seen the movie leave the world behind and you're looking forward to seeing it or you haven't seen it yet please click me off because i'm gonna let you know right now this is a full-blown spoiler alert ringing the alarm whoop 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 or what all of that okay yeah i know it's bad whooping but i tried I, i'm letting you know ain't i and so on that note, um, I'm going to pretty much get into it. So I don't want to butcher anybody's names because, you know, in the past I have butchered names. So I'm going to take the time to give the respect as much as I can to the people in this movie with their proper names as well as I can pronounce it. Because um, life be life you know, and just be tired. But to be... Correct. Um, Julia Roberts is in it. A man named Maharasala Ali. Ethan Hawke. Oh, man. Child, let me tell you something. Kevin Bacon is in this too. Which she should have put Kevin. I don't care how small Kevin Bacon role was up in this. This has nothing to do with this episode, but I still have to say it. I don't care how small his role was in this. It was very meaningful to this film. You should have said Kevin Bacon was in it too. I would have watched Ethan Hawke in it. I'm going to watch these other names. Julia Roberts. I'm familiar with her, but I'm not looking for Julia. Okay. Leave the world behind. Interesting title. And then you have um, what there's going to be is the the the, um, the writer or the, I guess you say the writer for the screen and directed by Sam Esmail, which could also be Ishmael. In certain translation, especially in the Jewish, right? It's going to be on Netflix December 8th, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, that day has passed. I watched it fine. Ah, <sighs> child, what do they say? What's that saying? Uh, you know, cliches, they always laugh about cliches and they say like, oh, it's just a cliche, it's just a cliche. But cliches, the older I get, the more that I find that there's a lot of truth to cliches. Even to simple cliches like absence makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah. Because the other saying to that is um, because I guess you could say other than absence making the heart go fonder, they say that the, I can't remember the actual saying, but it's something like the overindulgence of love is indigestion or, or something of that nature, meaning like it'll be suffocating or something of that nature where it's not any more natural. Yes, there is something in missing someone. There is something in, even if you see them every day, a partner having some kind of um, thing to do. I don't care whether they stay at home and you go to work or they go to the gym, they have friends, whatever the situation is, family, you know, whatever situation, a hobby, those things, uh, you know, missing somebody is actually good. It does make the heart grow fonder. It does make things uh longing and all these other nations and other cliches as well but one thing with cliches or one 
thing that people say, whether you say cliche or not, is um, or the question that could be technically defined and classified as a cliche is something along the lines of does art imitate life or does life imitate art? You know, and you have to understand when an artist is an artist, they are inspired. They're inspired whether they're inspired by dreams, whether they're inspired by life, they are inspired. And so this screenwriter actually said that he just was inspired. I feel as a conspiracy theorist at first. And the only thing that can, I guess you could say, help me to justify what I just said is me going back to a quote, one simple quote that he made regarding what Obama said. Now, Obama, before I get into the quote, why this movie also stood out to me is because while people I'm sure know Michelle and Barack Obama have executively produced this movie, it wasn't necessarily, it's not on, it's not on the cover, you know, so that would be like in the credits. So when I was watching this movie, I'm watching this movie like, okay, leave the world behind. I could already get an idea of just what it's going to be watching the summary but also not necessarily because it said these people are in their house. That's how they seem like these people are in their house and they want them out their house. It didn't really, you know, give it the vibes, you know, you would, whatever it was that came to, which is kind of good. Once I see Michelle Barack, I said, oh, well, I sat my behind up. I said, well, wait a minute. Slap my, yeah. I said, we're getting sleepy too. Cause sometimes when you're watching a movie, I say, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. Through this movie, yeah, yeah, all right. You know, are you gonna watch? I don't have every. You, you gonna stay up, right? You're not falling asleep. They know me. I don't watch it. I'm gonna watch it. I watch this movie alone. But even I knew, child, I might not make it. This might be a movie I start watching today and might not finish till next week. <laughs> Just <laughs> bad timing. I can. Okay, you know what? I'm good. I gotta get to. I gotta get to. Uh, the quote. Because it's important. As a matter of fact, let me take a break and I will come back and find you all the quotes. All right, y'all. We are back from break and I am here with the quote that I wanted to read. So this is coming from Esquire. Esquire Esquire.com. And the title of this article is Barack Obama gave major feedback on leave the world behind script. This is written by Bria McNeil, and it was published December 11th, 2023, which was not too long ago. So this is the part of the article that I'm going to read to connect to the point I was making earlier before the break. But if you want to read this article, you can just go to Esquire.com and search the title that I just mentioned to you. But also on um, Facebook, we do have a page that I'm slowly building And I left the post and also link to the article there. But this is what I wanted to read you all here. This is Ismael. This is the the writer, the screenwriter, and person who pretty much wrote the screenwrite for this movie. This, which was picked up and approved, executive produced by Michelle Obama and all these people. The elite said, put it on there. He says, or this article says, according to Ismael, Obama thought the script was fairly close to how a crisis would actually pan out in the real world. In an interview with Vanity Fair, the director reflected back on what it was like to receive that feedback. Quote, I am writing what I think is fiction for the most part. I'm trying to keep it as true to life as possible, but I'm exaggerating and dramatizing 
unquote, he said. Begin quote again. And to hear an ex-president say, you're off by a few details. I thought I was off by a lot. The fact that he, that he said that scared the F out of me. I'm saying F, but it actually says scared the fuck out of me. And that's just his quote, his, what he said. But pretty much, what? Or like, my, you know what? I'm saying was. I'm saying what? When I say what, my little son be like, was? Was? So I'm going to say what he said. Was? What you mean? And so they talk in code or they just talk whatever. I'm sure Obama, he's very charismatic. He's very charming. Okay. But charm is deceitful. Like scripture says in Proverbs, even though they're talking about women, they even said charm is deceitful. Okay. That's what he is. This is a master magician and manipulator of the mind. So the person did still in the gist of it. And you know what? I'm saying that he's very charming and all of this. But if that was the case in the moment that Barack was coming off as charming, I think he wouldn't have felt scared as F. I don't think he would have felt as alarmed as, as F. So let's just get to the movie and just talk about some keynotes. I'm sure there's other things that people noticed that I probably didn't because perception and perspective is everything. But I'm going to talk to you about what I've seen. So we have oil tanks just crashing on the beach. The beach, uh, we have Julia Roberts just wakes up one morning and says, and it's actually very good that all of a sudden out of the rare blue moon, she wakes up and says we should just get up. And haul up out of here and head up towards rural and suburban areas. Because they've always said when things are going to happen or if issue is going to hit the fan, it's better to go up towards. Like if I was in New York, they would tell you it's better to go up towards uh, upstate where there's fields of stuff, um, miles and acres of land that's just still untouched. Or just if you live there already, but if you if you could, right? If you could, because we're going to talk about the movie, if you could leave the city and get your butt up there. If you wasn't already up there or you didn't already get a tip. So we have her just saying, oh, we're going to go over there to the house and we're going to just have spend a holiday and a weekend or whatever. At the same time, they had a random knock at the door. This movie is so very racial. Too. You, could, you could feel the racial tension because as soon as the man comes with his daughter, it's like, who are you? You know, we have this. Is this really your house? Like, you know, you know, Julia Roberts very much plays the Karen in this movie. And. The thing about this movie that I want to stress before I get into other points is survival mode. Um, the 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 fact that, yes, today, if I see you, you, all right, let's be honest. We have a society that's very barbaric. I'm going to record you. Not me. But the mindset is I'm going to record you, post you, hope to get viral off of you, make a name for myself, get some likes, views, and all this kind of stuff. But you still have... Like Squid Game was always bringing up the question, faith in humanity. There is, you should still have faith in humanity because there are still some people, whether you call them suckers or fools or whatever, that's still going to come by and help and stop whatever they're going to do and take their shit off their back. Now break this system down and put everybody in a situation where every man is for themselves. They have to fend for their own family. Everybody cannot come and do this. You're, you just you just change the game and you change it drastically. And that's exactly what they did in Squid Game. You know, because in Squid Game, what you have was survival mode. Not only was they trapped by their own debts and greed of money, but they was also, because of the trap of greed of money, put in situations where, unknowingly to them, they 
what kind of listen to what they did that what kind of people knowingly human sacrifice sacrifice um traffic themselves they knowingly and intentionally and voluntarily human traffic themselves not the first time the first time it was mm, let's see what's behind door number one they're saying that i can get a lot of money i owe a lot of money see the road to hell is paved with good intention let me see what this is all about they got behind door number one they seen what it was about those who got out got out but when they had the opportunity to go back like i said they willingly human traffic themselves and put themselves in a situation where god forbid should something go wrong and there's a great chance that something will go wrong their family will never hear from them again let alone get a body back to bury them or have a closure as to what in the hell happened to them and they was willing to risk all of that put themselves in the game for some money but in that game going to survival mode pushing people off and doing this survival mode is real and that's what you saw because by the time that man pulled up to kevin bacon door that was supposed to be his friend and his neighbor that he knew was a survivalist because they've been telling people for a long time stack up your cans there's gonna be a revolution no matter how crazy people sound when they say that thing you have to remember history repeats itself and you would have to be a fool to think just because we turking here or people's doing this here or, or America's here or Israel's having their problem. Whatever situation, whatever you think or you, you think you know, America gets sacked whenever Americans sack itself. Somebody else could sack America and two to five hundred years. This continent will be called something else and something. This is that's just what happens. We just who knows what leader will rise up, especially the Antichrist will come up and shut down the whole the whole kingdom. Here's the thing with that connecting to this movie. They went and um, shut down everything. This was on a grander, much grander scale than what happened during Hurricane Katrina. I don't know if everybody remembered when the um, ATMs had went down one time for a little while. Gas was not coming up. Remember, um, it wasn't even COVID. Co COVID was three months in the house. I think it was March, April, May. By by, I. Do not quote me, but I want to say, I promise you, by Memorial Day, because they were so greedy and losing money in the economy, they was ready to so -called, supposedly risk everybody's life, even though we know COVID was, you know, what it was. I'm not saying COVID isn't real. I'm not saying COVID wasn't real. But according to those numbers at the time, cancer before HIV or AIDS was killing people still at a massive number and rate before COVID was worldwide. So, yeah, it was COVID. There might have been something. But three months in the house, you see how people, people the world doesn't change. People, it's like, people feel like they say they went to a time warp and things and It's not the same. You know, three months of people. Now, when they did Katrina and Sandy, I think the EBT had went down. ATM had went down. Gas could not get places. So, there, there was a, like, you know, a line for gas. Gas was high. It, I said at the time, because I was still woke, but I wasn't nowhere near where I was at. I said, Lord, have mercy. If they want to, they could shut the whole system down today and we'll be all a mess. Like, like, like look at us. You can't even, even if you have $20 in the bank, you cannot get $20 out of the bank. You know, even if you have the gas, you know, look at this line. I saw my neighbor grab his small child and get into a line across the street. There's a gas station a little ways across the street, but you have a view of it. I seen him grab his small child and use his child, I wouldn't say as bait, but for sympathy to get into the line. He was into ride more. He was trying, and even his wife was saying, where are you going? Where are you going with her? And he was like, it's okay, let her go. But when I seen, because I had an ankle, oh my goodness. 
because he does he's trying to cut the line but not necessarily cut the but trying to just but he he made it back in a shorter time than people and those lines were going up the dang block now when covid um shut down we saw how it was like you know in the supermarkets we saw human trafficking went up but the thing about it is um when things shut down it's down and the thing what they said about Sandy was why people couldn't get to the internet, why they couldn't even if they went to the bank or whatever, is they said is because uh, the internet was down and the internet is connected to the ATMs. You understand what I'm saying? What would you do? So I feel like sometimes there was times where I felt like, are they, in those times I was still woke, but I was like, they, not only are they testing us, but also, oh my gosh, look how real it is if they wanted to shut it down, how much it was shut down. And then you have movies like The Walking Dead where they're forced into being a new society out of chaos because you have to survive. And in the movie, it was brought up. The man said the last one of the last scenes he said to him after they were fighting with the trying to Kevin Bacon was going to bust up. All right. So, you know, Kevin Bacon was going to shoot them down. He didn't give a damn. Or maybe he wasn't. But the thing with for Ke- Kevin was talking that talk. Let me talk about Kevin Bacon while I was talking about his actor. Kevin Bacon could make me laugh. He could make me feel like he's the sweetest guy. I think, what was that movie where he was in where the woman was pregnant? Whatever. He could make you feel like he's, you know, he could be your husband or sweet. And then he could scare the mess out you and let you know he ain't a, he's standing on business. And that man sat on that porch and he was standing on business. He was standing on business even when they sat in the car and they was looking like they was pulling off to leave. The man, the was just gonna black man and a white man. We're just gonna put it like that because that was the conversation at the point. The black man having a conversation with the white man because he said at that point, I realized this man who's my friend, he just turned on me. I need to know moving forward, going on out. You know, are you going to turn against me or is it? I said, man, you done already. You saw it, nigga. You excuse me, I won't say, but you seen it, ninja. You seen it. You saw it. Okay. That man was a stockpile. They said he was Kevin Bacon character was supposed to be stockpiling tin goods and all kind of stuff waiting for the revolution for a minute now. And I just don't know that in the time that he had been planning for the revolution, that he planned to take anybody with him. It didn't matter what color he was. Because even Ethan Hawke with the right color skin was locked out. And I'm going to make that point before somebody say, oh, you're trying to make this about color. I didn't make this about color. I didn't make this movie. But it certainly was brought up. And we certainly saw Karen coming out, talking about she's worried about this person and that person. Her kids and her family and herself, how she wants to get the hell out of here. The reason why Julia Roberts' character annoyed me is because, I wouldn't say annoyed me, but you're going to have people like that who are so used to the system, who are so used to there has to be a solution. There has to be somebody we can call. There has to be a hospital. We have to be able to get the police. Child, the, I never trust Teslas. I don't care who drive one. Because at the end of the day, there's been too much, yeah, things get recalled. And I'm not saying Tesla's get recalled, but there's been too much uh, faulty wiring and them doing whatever it is that they wanted to do. When she was standing at that road in the, in the movie, I could see, before she went and observed those cars, to see that they were all uh, new. And this, I said, those are all the same make and model. I could just tell. I said, what? persons think about it logically it's all logic what persons of all makes and models would just be driving this way and just end up crashed and there's nothing in the vehicles there's no personal items so while she's going up and she said 
these cars are brand new. There's nobody in them, but they're Teslas. My head already rang off the thing. I already knew about Teslas. So, so if they want to, or if the system goes down, if whether it's AI or whoever tank the system, when they want, if they want to, you think that's impossible to block the roads? And when she found that out, the next thing I said, even before the Teslas came coming down the road, is, girl, if you see all these Teslas going uh, as far as the eye can see and farther. You should get out the way because ain't no telling how much more Teslas is going to come. Soon as I thought that, she turned around. More Teslas is coming at the daggone road. They did not want her getting off the island to get into the city. The city was everything that goes wrong going to happen in the city first. They're going to crash the dollar. Uh, Federal Reserve Bank is there. Wall Street is there. New York City was looking like it was being hit with an atomic bomb. Right? So in the beginning of the movie, there was an oil tanker. Uh, I believe they saw plane crashes or Ethan Hawke character saw a plane crash into the ocean. GPSs were not working. This is the reason why I said when they're going to trusting an AI generation or going into AI and putting trust in AI, the way that technology is so faulty, the way that it's so buggy, the way that you always need to update, there will never be no perfect AI, bro. And so anything could shut down and everything needs to be, even when sometimes when you go to your bank, and you log in sometimes you need them to do something for you oh we're downtime me when they want to do it it's never always going to work for you the way you want it to and always when you need it to it's just not so how when if they're going to be doing transhumanism is my point because that's ai ai is when you say ai it's so broad it's so narrow but it's so broad all the different things that you can do with ai you see what they're doing so they're going to shut down the GPSs. They're going to make it so that you cannot escape. Leave the world behind. I guess is the advice. How are you going to leave the world behind? Because there is a saying that's like, stop the world. I want to get off. How do you really stop the world? And how do you really get off? I mean, the only thing I could think of is to lose consciousness. And most will say, oh, when I go to sleep. If when you go to sleep, your, your thoughts aren't racing at night, racing at night. And so what does that mean to to leave the world behind? The only way you can leave the world behind is to I hate to say unlive yourself. We're not gonna I'm not gonna do that. But then I think about them. Because during COVID, the other thing I said was, what's going on? Because I kinda saying, you know, I didn't even know human trafficking was happening at this time. We didn't know all this other stuff about supposedly Ray and the tunnels, but there but it was proven. It was actually in the news that there was a a a, a, a sting and stuff in, in during the COVID in, in New York City. So that that whether Ray and TLS was actually involved in that, I'm on the fence, I don't know. I'm just saying what he said, but it was worldwide proven a hundred percent in every continent, in every country, it went up. But I also said jokingly to myself, are they going underground? Do they know something that we don't know and they're going underground? Because they don't just have tunnels to take people, but the world is so vast, so wide, so deep, so broad. And then we know there's an inner earth that they actually have already built inner cities, inner tunnels um, to travel and inner highways to travel to these underground cities that they built for themselves. Underground cities have been a thing for centuries. People live in caves and worlds, but these people are going deep enough. The elite are going deep enough. If there was, you know why they created them initially? It is said, it is said that they created those, it's not bunkers, it's better than bunkers. Is because God forbid, 
uh, the enemy, like China, Russia, or somebody, North Korea, decide that they want to nuclear bomb the world to do something crazy, that if they have any advanced knowledge of it or know that it's coming, the elite can escape. It's not for everybody. The whole world could never escape into these things. But until the radiation leaves the air... Now, it's not that there's not enough space for everyone. If they wanted to be enough space, it's that, unfortunately, they would deem who, like, it's it's like you can't sit with us. So we would want to take people that actually, when we are rebuilding, are of importance. We are going to need to rebuild everything. So if there's a nuclear war and everything is wiped out, let's, let's think of the Matrix, like how it's very voided. You see how they messed up? They tried to, uh, they seen AI was getting their... Uh, I guess you could say power from the sun, like solar power. They tried to do something with bio warfare where they scorched the sun. That's what they said in the matrix. But remember that um, void filled land. Let's say you had to try to build that up again. You need important people. You need people in agriculture. You know, you need people in um, bioscience. You know, you need all those kind of people, the scientists. You need politics again because you're trying to build some type of utopia. You need the best of the best. They're not going to try to say somebody like me. They're not going to try to say somebody like you unless you are some, I guess, prominent. If you're in, a, in an organization, I don't care if you've been in a Freemason, you would have to be of like a Elon Musk. You understand somebody who's who's going to now move on SpaceX. SpaceX is battling NASA, but that's another story. But you do understand what I'm saying when I say rebuild and rebuild by using important people who's going to be actually needed in these things. All right. I actually seen a movie similar to that where they were looking for people, even special children that had special IQs that they could take in and train underground. So they wasn't just looking for because these people, let's say radiation is going to last for a while before the air can clear. They needed young youngins as well so that if it took 10 years, they could just bring them up. It wasn't, you know, but the point is, if you're going to take people, you want to take people of importance and not for you in these underground cities. It hasn't said they have whole um, hotels, literally movie theaters, mo- shopping malls, restaurants. It's almost as as just like up here, but not. I'm sure with AI and CGI at this point, they can even give you a sun and a moon in there. Okay, but it's you know this is this is just um, the truth. You know, as far as if they had to leave the world behind they have ways to leave the world behind it's the same way the president if something's happening at the at the white house he has a little secret tunnel where he can go somewhere and go somewhere else and they can put him on a i don't care if it's the air force one or he could just get out certain people will be able to get out how are we going to get out i noticed lately that a lot of these games especially the ones that i like to play because i like to get off the grid is very much trying to teach everyone how to diy everything and 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 um, farming and stuff of this nature are they trying to get everybody to go back on the grid one thing about the movie that stood out to me is the male the black male who owned the house who you know was having all you know he was very composed but still dealing with karen (laughs) and stuff but they became cool after a while is um his client that in the beginning made it seem like what else is your client they made it seem like the client sent them there to do something to this family which we misunderstood but it was it was good it was good at least as far as just like building the tension right into the movie 
but the client ends up being somebody who was connected to elite people and knew about some things and worked in defense and tried to give the guy a heads up that something you know was going to happen or something you know something was coming they try to make the movie seem as if when it happens if it happens, it'll be an outside threat um, from other countries is also what I noticed, which also is kind of funny to me because you have to mask the truth with a little bit of fiction. I'm not saying that that's not what's going on today. We see what's going on with Israel. We see what's going on with the Jewish people. We see what's going on with Hamas, right? So I'm not going to take that away. But it's almost as if they're trying to also instill, like, if that happens, it would be them because Kevin Bacon kept trying to sell terrorists and um, misinformation. Oh, let's go back to my notes, as a matter of fact, going through the uh, three stages of what it is. Isolation. Step one, isolation, shut down the internet, transport, banks, and GPS. This, what I told you, is already been tested during Katrina, as far as I'm concerned, they shut down. The, the internet was shut down. The banks were shut down. Um, GPS, I wasn't really worried about GPS at that time. I still was like kind of old school. <laughs> like I'm a GPS person now. I still was probably more or less MapQuest or just knew how to get to where I had to go. But that did go down. Step two, synchronized chaos. Okay, so they would conduct covert attacks with misinformation. So the misinformation was stuff like the flyers. Remember when Ethan Hawke character was trying to go down the road to see if he could find some information, trying to see if he could find some help for his family. Karen was, you need to do something. She knows some people, they want, you know, this is what I'm saying. The system is breaking down. You're so used to the system. You're so used to, there has to be something we can do. We have to be able to file a complaint. Um, 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 what do you call it? representative like i have to be able to call somebody he needs help we have to go to the hospital even though she already seen with her own two eyes that the teslas are blocking the where are you going girl you know but there's still somebody so he went outside looking this is all before all that stuff happened but my point is her character was very much of we need to do something you're not doing anything go do something now so he got in the car and went <laughs> driving down the road found nothing got lost except for some flyers the flyers were written in some kind of <clears throat> see again terrorists so what they're trying to you know isn't if there's a terrorist it's y'all michelle michael michael i'm saying michelle michael and barack if you all stop this nonsense please thank you <sighs> michael and barack is trying to tell everybody you know um what it is how are we gonna leave the world behind then it got me thinking about the submersible because i told y'all in one episode it was not entirely dedicated to the submersible, but that I believed with all my heart and soul that, you know, they might have just left. Also, that it could just be a hoax to just distract people from things that's going on. But maybe they're slowly but surely leaving the world behind, you know? Mm, I don't know. They had the girl walking around with a NASA shirt. We've been talking about NASA a lot lately. They kept showing the world remember they kept showing they kept just showing the world they kept showing like the bulk the the globe um sphere of it just 
hint. But then also they had the brother. So they had the little girl wearing the shirt with NASA on it. But then they also had the older brother wearing a shirt that said obey. And if you're woke and you know, then you know that obey goes back to <clears throat> that other movie where the guy was wearing his glasses. Every time he wore the glasses, he saw the world the way he was supposed to see it, not the way that it was meant to see it. Matrix stuff. Are they trying to wake you up? Yeah, if they're trying to wake you up, they are. But if they are waking you up, they're waking you up and are they... Um... Step three or step two, because I'm still there. Covert attacks of misinformation. You had the flyers coming down on Ethan Harkard character that was mostly Muslim-like terrorists. And then supposedly Kevin Bacon said that before he lost communication, but lost before he lost internet... He was speaking from his friend in another state who had said something similar had happened to him. But instead of flyers flying down with um, Muslim or I don't know the proper language that was written on there. It was supposedly North Koreans or Koreans or something of that nature, which made Kevin Bacon character feel like. Well, there's a lot of people who's upset with America. They could have all just teamed up. Like, but he basically was ready for the war. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was ready. He was ready. He'd been ready. So now it's happening. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just happening. This whole thing of by the time the neighbor hits my door, even though he's my neighbor, the black man, and I know him very well and we're friends, he already had that mind. By the time if the ish hits the fan, I'm in survival mode. And I want people to remember that because that's how chaotic it's going to be as far as um, as partial misinformation, people just being isolated. Isolation don't help nobody. We saw that during COVID. It didn't help too much people. The world didn't even know too well better now. It wasn't too good before the COVID, but it sure ain't as well good now. Okay, and then with that, people will turn on each other. And in the last stage, as the man said, the black man said that his elite friend told him, his elite client friend told him was that uh, the, the last stage would be the coup. The coup de, the coup d'etat or what they would also refer to as a civil war. But really, I think maybe they meant a World War Three, but a civil war technically is on the ground. Of the continent, I mean, of the country. So civil war meaning in the... It's, he was saying that this one, two, three step tactic that I just explained to you would be put on a targeted country. So he felt that the targeted country at the moment was the United States. How do they know they wasn't going on all over the world? They could never know because there was no internet. But he said the way he's explained to him, it would be a targeted country. And in that targeted country, it would be a civil war. I still think they mean world war, but what 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 do I know, right? I'm just talking. So, well, I know stuff, but anyway, it says right here I put down that um kill each other. They they people would just start to try to kill each other or just be every man for themselves. Uh the White House and other cities was basically attacked attacked all the time by ruled armed forces. And, you know, it makes me think of, um, all right, so I recently watched this other movie and I have to bring it up because I, I don't want to forget. And since I'm talking about a movie already, I might as well just add it on. And the movie was Who Killed Cooper Dunn? And that was on Netflix. I want to talk about that as well. Oh man, what a movie. If you've seen it, then you've seen it. If you didn't see it, I guess just spoiler alert again. Or you don't care to see it, so you don't care about the spoiler alert. 
But if you have seen it, what do you feel was the to me the common denominator of the problem in the whole movie was there was a wizard. The wizard. I be trying to talk to y'all about people. Child, he was he literally called himself the wizard. His friend, or it was a group of friends, they all went on a trip. They were all supposed to be meeting up doing a guy thing. So, you know, some one was a doctor, or someone was this, someone was that. They all was a little different. Some of them, one was just a drunk. I don't know what else he did, except for he had a family, and they kept saying he was an alcoholic. And then the last member of the group shows up, and everybody's like, hey, man, you're here. Whoa. But 10 minutes after, like literally a few, I would say 10, but it was a good few minutes after, three people walking behind him looking all gothic and all of that. And they're like, whoa, man, who's this? Oh, this is my friend. This is the wizard. And the wizard, a man, because the wizard is a guy, came with two women, which I would probably say was just witches. He never introduced them to the group as witches more than he focused and kept saying the wizard. The wizard. I said, oh, see, I don't care what nobody think about me and what I believe, but the Lord put me in a spirit of discernment. How the rest in there? Wizard. If I was on a trip, I'd have been like, a wizard is here. A witch? <laughs> don't. What you think? Okay, the wizard is here. Now, we know in the course of the night, the wizard starts talking. This the thing. I already said wizard. See, spidey senses, red flag, one, listen to your senses. Two, if I was there, I'd have been like trippy, wizard. The second thing that should have been the red flag for them was when the wizard said that he got pills or drugs from ancient druids. I study stuff. You saying stuff like wizard. You got stuff from the ancient druids. I, you see what I'm saying? Like this is why the Lord say wise as a serpent, harmless as a dove. Wizards in serpentry. Whether he understand it or not, I am in the light. You ain't talking right right now. But these people, they blind. They ain't got no spirituality. They ain't got this. They don't, whatever. They got their sciences. One is a doctor. Whatever they believe in. They just chilling. They are spiritually dead. Ain't nobody quicker than nobody woke. And here come the wizard talking about he got pills or drugs from ancient druids of the Stonehenge. He said that the people of the Stonehenge, these Druids, took it annually on the winter solstice. Because you see, the winter solstice is coming. That's another reason why they probably dropped it on December the 8th. I believe the solstice is like right before Christmas or right Christmas time. And they do their stuff where they say the sun sets at its lowest point for like three days or something like that. And it rises up again. Whatever. But he says that he died. The wizard said he had died once. And when he died... He visited, he visited the Akashic Records. Child, honey, baby, sister, brother, girl, boy, family, please hear me. I did a whole episode on the Akashic Index, also known as the Akashic Records, also known today as AI, where all the information is stored, where all the uh, witches and all them try to ascend to, to get all wisdom and all kinds of power. And it was after he had that experience where he died. And so, do you hear what he's saying to me that I already woke up my senses to this movie? Um, I'm talking about the uh, Who Killed Cooper Dunn. Not the first movie. We're talking about Who Killed Cooper Dunn. Wizard. Okay. Druids. Akashic 
Records. He said, uh, in the Akashic Records, you can learn anything and everything about human history, like even how to craft these. And he displays something, some kind of, well, you know, like they say, pharmakia. So the, 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 uh, he is what you would call the original big pharma with his magicianry and sorcery in the form of tablet or pill or powder. And so he pulls it out and he says that he learned how to make that concoction when he got to the Akashic. Well, what happened? They took it. They started stolen rolling. They had one hell of a night. They woke up the next morning and somebody was allegedly dead. Cooper. Cooper Dunn. And they were trying to figure out all of them still not realizing that they were still stoned and high off their mind, but really coming down. There is such a thing as a come down. They were coming down and not realizing you never experienced it before. You just tried it, which, which I don't even understand. They just tried it, but they're not understanding. In their mindset, they're not even realizing. They thought Cooper was dead. They were trying to figure out who killed him. They thought the wizard did it. Then they went after the wizard. But then the wizard ended up dying anyway because, well... The wizard. I'm just saying. And the wizard died because of um, confusion, obviously. And another girl died. So the wizard died in one of his witches. Before the wizard died, he had actually told them something like, obviously, it's not me who killed your friend. I wasn't nowhere near your friend. He actually was innocent. He didn't kill anybody. They didn't know it at the time, but they were saying, we're all cool. You know, can't we, we, ain't nobody here going to Shanquilla Robinson, nobody. That stuff doesn't happen anywhere. Beware of your friends and people. And you know why I say that? Because this is so off topic, but I have to say it. What, what, how, God forbid something goes wrong. Okay, you know, hung out with all your friends and everything went fine. The most that happened is, God forbid, a ding in a car. Somebody threw up in your car. I don't know. Somebody just got super drunk and wasted and you had to take them. Whatever. You all made it home safe and sound. You all laughed about it and you talked about it. What happens if you're a doctor or this person and you have a title or a nurse or you're married, you have children? You understand? Do you understand survival mode? This is also survival mode like the first movie. What happens now where somebody has died and you don't trust? Even they didn't trust law enforcement. Cooper Dunn is dead. If they had just simply went to the police and did the right thing, a lot of people are not going to go to the police. I'm going to go to jail. You know how many of there's of, of Cooper Dunn's so cool? I wish Cooper Dunn, even though they knew he was alive in the end, I wish he knew how many of his friends were so ready to freaking toss him to the side and be like, no, no, because I don't want to lose my house and I don't want to lose my friend and I don't want... That's called survival mode. And I pray you never have to go into survival mode or are not around people that are going into survival mode, whether you are aware of it or not. Because survival mode is real. So that's what leave the world behind is kind of... We're all going to be left behind in survival mode. It's going to be looking like a... um um. Walking Dead kind of thing. You won't have Negans and yeah, if you're still around until, but um, that's until, see, this this chaos is where if I feel eventually they're going to probably usher in the new world order. This is what they say, order out of chaos. That's always what they say, order out of chaos. You need something bad where 
it's so bad that when this new person comes, something to come up better, especially if it's going to be the Antichrist, say, I'm going to fix it, I'm going to fix it, we got a plan, blah, blah, blah. This how people was when Bush, Bush shut people up so bad, whether it was intentionally, everything is meant to happen, times are meant to change, um, all the world is a stage, we understand all presidents, leaders are put into place, nobody really just is that good or great. <laughs> like, we just, we learned that. Maybe in the beginning, no, never even in the beginning. I would, starting from George Washington on, he went our presidents. You know that. Bush had us so upset. They he, they made him sack us so bad. Freddie Mac, Freddie Mac, and all of this. The people losing their homes and banks closed. That by the time Barack came, well, first of all, we didn't even know who he was. The media sold us to him because we had no idea who he was. At first, I was like, they thought he was going to be like the guy that they called Ross Perot. Remember, <laughs> you remember Ross? Ooh, I'm sure my, ooh, I'm sure my that Ross Perot. Was that a real person? Let me go Google him. <laughs> Ross, I used to say he looked like the Purdue chicken guy. Nah, he was real. Henry Ross Perot. <laughs> he was cute. But he never got elected, I don't think, as president. But it never stops his little heart from dreaming. Anyway, um, they thought he was going to be like another Ross Perot. <laughs> or the ones that's just a ticket that not take seriously. And then the media sold his behind. But my point is, we were so stressed out with, well, I don't know about black people, but the country was stressed out about the recession so badly that they were saying anybody but Bush. You see, Bush did so bad with the economy that there was actually people that were going home who had who had lost their 401ks and stuff that was going home and actually unaliving. See, survival mode. When you crash something and somebody depends on it so bad and they don't know about nothing else and no other way. And you've been programmed so badly. They went home and they unlived themselves and their whole families because they said they don't want the shame of having to face, I won't be able to provide for you in retirement or whatever since I don't have this job anymore. They don't. They, they couldn't possibly say, well, I'll just find another. This is hard time. Like I said, I wouldn't say black people, but I would say minority. You know, people, people, who, people, who, people who understand how to be frugal or they have to be frugal in the struggle. That's what I'm going to say because that comes in every color and every continent. Some people don't understand recession. For some people, we understand we're going to survive out here. What we eating? Is it white rice? <laughs> Until we get on. You know, but I have never, you know, the African-American community here that somebody came home because their check was messed up and just blew out the whole family is crazy. Let alone they didn't even have no pension at the job. Like, <laughs> that's, that's insane. That's all I'm saying about survival mode. So laugh at conspiracy theorists all you want, those who's listening to me, because I know I, we have, you know, this, we're, we're family here. We have new listeners, too. Shout out to all the new listeners. I see you coming on. I don't know who you are, but I see the numbers. You know, but at the end of the day, like, yeah, I don't want to be, the, you know, when they shut it down, when they shut it down, they're going to shut it down. That's it. I remember the time that the food stamps had shut down. And people could laugh because, you know, but people, there are people who are using it, and there are people who are really needed. Well, when they shut it down, I think it was a problem. I want to say over five years ago, it was all over the news. People, women were crying. They were saying these kids are coming home from school. Or somebody was just saying, like, I don't know when I'm going to, you know, they, they have families and they have to, 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 to feed them. And they just didn't know how to forget. And they, would, they were more than willing to not eat if they could, could eat something. But they just was um, devastated. And it was going on for a while. But then they fixed it. And I think, like I said, I think that also was near around. No, I think the ABT thing was not connected to Katrina. But I didn't know. I'm just saying because I was on Stay Woke Movement since 2009. I have, I don't know everything. I'm trying to grow and get better. 
I will never say I know everything. I wouldn't even say I'm right about everything. But damn it, I'm trying. And so all I know is I did peep game. I said, the fact that, look at this, chaos. And people just trying to figure out what they all could do. You know? So Bob Moore is real. So back to um, Cooper was never killed. Cooper was never killed. So we're going back to the movie that um, Who Killed Cooper <laughs> done. With the drugs had them tripping out. Now, when they went into survival mode, some people were trying to figure out, should they call the police or should they just cover their butts? And that's what I'm saying. is like that 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 whole friends went here, something went wrong, and now we got to cover our butts. Now it's 20 years later. Probably we only talked to each other in 20 years because we all like have laid low from law enforcement, our families and friends who was like, oh, no, justice for so-and-so. You think that's not a real thing? That stuff happens like all the time. The point is survival mode. So going back to these um movie, it was the wizard. This the wizard who went to the Akashic Index. It's just it's just negative energy. They were they had negative energy around them. Had not the wizard been around them in order to introduce this so-called thing that he got from the Akashic Index, which made everybody bat shit, excuse my language, but out they mind, high, fine, do a lot of crazy things not remember stuff and then most importantly just um start seeing stuff that was not there in each other you know? to the point that they end up killing well one guy ended up killing one of his friends and the wizard was gone dead and gone and all this is going on you know the i don't know i just i just like i said when i see things i'm saying yeah, the director wrote the movie. Whoever whoever wrote the screenplay wrote the screenplay. I get it. But people are inspired by things. You 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 are. You 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 are if you're an artist. You are inspired by something. Even the more creative you are, even as a designer, you might have just went something and say, Oh, let me see this. Let me see if I could just do it like this and put it like this. It comes from somewhere. Whether where the things coming from is a true thing or not a, a real thing, I just found it very interesting that um some druid warlock just came in. Everybody, well, I would say everybody's life, one person's life. Uh, it, I, I know this happened with a minority in the film as well. Um, Willie, I believe his name was. He was the one that ended up really losing his mind. Supposedly he was trying to keep his cool, but um, I feel like all it, it all came back down to the drugs. It came back to the drugs. And also the spell that the wizard put on them when he said, well, I didn't do it. So clearly, obviously, one of you killed your friends. Where was Cooper Dunn? Cooper Dunn was passed out. But I will never understand how the foot doctor, Willie, I'll never understand this. He's a foot doctor. Couldn't feel for a pulse. This is why I said this drug from the wizard from the Akashic Index that he supposedly got it from when he so-called died before. How do we know that when he died this time, the wizard, he didn't come back again? That's something. That, what What do we know about the wizard? All I know is there was some kind of mysticism attached to it, I guess is what I'm saying. But once the wizard said, hey, man, it's one of your friends. He planted that seed. They all were shocked. They said, no, 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 no. But once the wizard died and they accidentally, he accidentally, well, he accidentally shot his friend. Her friend. He accidentally shot his friend, one of the witches, in a tussle with the big marine guy. But the marine guy seen that he accidentally shot his friend and he went ham and just, I don't know, I guess he just beat him in his head till he saw the white meat. 
So the wizard was innocent. So maybe the wizard, the wizard cast a spell on them. Because for the life of me, it sucks that just because one person came with his three friends, one of those three friends, one of your friends came with three other friends. One of those three friends happens to be a wizard, busted out some crazy drugs from the Akasha Shana. Y'all took it. You know what I'm saying? Now y'all bugging, seeing stuff that's not there. You had the Marine go throw himself in the in the thing because he felt so guilty. I said, we, then they thought he did it, paranoia, and most of all, there was survival in that movie, Survival Mode is Real. They gonna leave us all here to, it's like the purge. I don't want to say the purge, like, because they're not gonna necessarily sign off a siren to warn anybody, but at the same time, they're gonna, are they gonna slowly go underground? Leave the world behind. How are you gonna, you know how to leave the world behind, whether you're going through the portals, through the sea, or if you're going through the underground cities, you know. Anyway, I think that's really all that I wanted to say. I don't want to hold anybody too much longer. Child, that's just like the other movie with Pete Davidson. I can't remember the movie. The one where he chopped his own neck off. Oh, my God. Rich kids in the house. A group of kids. And then here go Pete outside. They was high off coke. That's what it was. I don't care. You see it in the movie. He gonna go in the board in the house, chilling in the house, board, board in the house, chilling in the boy chopped his half of his damn neck off. They see him with his neck got then raspberry sauce and all the stuff coming out of it. Uh uh. And they don't think somebody killed Pete. Damn child or David. His name was David. I guess cause his last name Davidson. They was and he was a terrible actor, which I was very surprised about. Like, you had such a short... <laughs> your time on screen was so short, I would have thought he would have really delivered. But I was kind of relieved when he died. Anyway, so bored in the house, chilling in the house. Boy, chopped himself in the neck. This done put them hot, except for the, the, the um, girl who didn't take no coke. The, um, the girlfriend of one of the longtime friends. Long story short... They all got paranoid, high, trying to figure out who killed Pete, where were you. Some of them was talking about, you did it. I was like, don't y'all remember? Yeah, that's why I knew I was asking the right questions. I was like, don't y'all remember? Y'all was all in the room playing the game. How could y'all did it? High. Kind of find out they were a high coke. They ended up killing each other. They ended up killing somebody's boyfriend. Yeah, all kind of stuff. Like, then they're just accusing each other. Because they're trying to go into survival mode. They don't want to, they don't know what to, they don't know who to tell. Child, it was terrible. And everybody thinks stuff like that is just movies. Damn. No, bro. If shit hits, it hits the fan. And some people just, just, just is not, did not, did not, you're, you're not worth that. You know, that I guess they love their friend, but God, things went wrong. They're not, they're not going down with you. Ain't going down with you. If you leave the world behind, that's your neighbor. The one that's always shaking your trash can. The one I used to always, when they used to go over here, they used to ask you, do you need anything? They'll pick it up for you. or just pick it up for you just for guts. Oh, no. The ish has hit the fan. Hey, mm-mm. You pull up, they might shoot through the door. I mean, just, just because. Talking about sugar. And when those days come, you think everybody's going to have time to, to, to loan you a cup of sugar? A cup? A whole cup of sugar? No, you don't lost your mind. Just don't even have to hear you say no crazy mess like that again. They might shoot through the door. Uh, you went, you came in to get what? Oil? Go ahead and speak something that don't make no dance. That's expensive. They don't, then you had to kill themselves to go get. Man, they, what you looking for here? 
Gracie, we used to go to church together. I done went to school with you since we was kindergarten. Our mamas know each other. Boom. Right through the door. You don't want to hear that. You don't want to hear that. You don't want to hear that for the next two, three years of this. God forbid. No. Somebody might. That's all you talking about. Survival mode. Ain't got but so much. There was a bunker in there. And I think that's all I want to say about this movie. <clears throat> yeah, I just want to talk about this movie. Oh, <sighs> he said, the black man said in the movie that um his client, the one that had given him the prior warning, the one that worked in defense, the one that um he had a feeling was able to get out before this happened and was trying to give him a warning. He said that that man had said That one time when he asked him, where are you going? And he said, oh, you know, just my annual meeting. <clears throat> just, oh, you know, just my annual meeting with the rest of the evil cabal that runs this world. Oh, you know, I'm just going to my annual meeting with the rest of the evil cabal that runs this world. Which is why in the last conversation he said when he had with his client, he said he always had jokes like that. Whether he, he believed it or not, he brushed it off. But he always had jokes about like that annual meeting with the cabal. Not every day he said it, but he would say it often, especially annually, that he was going to go meet with the evil people in the cabal. Okay, fine. But for the last conversation for them to have, for him to bring it back up in a joking way to him, saying to his client... Oh, he's like, I'm going to be going away. You're not going to hear from me. Oh, what happened? You're going to be going to that um, evil annual meeting with your cabal friends that, you know, the other ones with you that run the world. And for him not to say nothing, for him not to laugh, which the guy laughed at every joke. He always had a good sense of humor, whether it was a good joke or a bad joke. He said he got very serious with him and just told him to take care of himself, to take care of himself. And that was it. But he said the way that the man told him to take care of himself was as if he felt is as if he felt sorry for him. So if you feel sorry for him, that means what? He's already what? Left the world behind. So when stuff hits the fan, it's very much it's, it's very much that you are not getting internet. It's very much that you're not getting um we're not getting we're not getting internet if I'm still here to anybody, anybody not getting internet any kind of TV, any kind of signal radio to find out what is going on, not even in your state next door. Not even to in a country, just abroad. Things you could do every single day. No information. And that no information could be the first sign of they're not here. Maybe it's not so much that the signals are bad or that the satellites have dropped so much as there's nothing to see. So before they want you to just notice that one day you woke up and turned on Good Day New York and nobody's there, that they just shut down the internet all at once, you know? And then that's just it. There's just like, there's just nowhere to go and there's just like nothing to do. And the city had it the worst. Now, I just want to be clear. I just want you guys to know that I'm reading, um, let me take a break. I'm going to grab the books right now. Let you all know. So I am, I purchased uh, three books. I have two of them on the ebook, and that is the Ingersoll Lockwood collection because everybody is talking about that lately in the true world movement. Everybody believes that Donald Trump is going to be the last president. Um, so I am now reading Travels and Adventures of Little Baron Trump and His Marvelous, Wonderful Dog Bulger. 
And also part two, Baron Trump's marvelous underground journey where he travels to the underground cities, okay? And lastly here, I have 1900, also known as the last president. It's 30 pages or 40 or so, depending on which print and publication that you get. And I have two copies now. I like to read e-versions. I got the e-versions only because I just couldn't wait for these to come. So I have started already putting highlights, bookmarks, and notes in them. And then I will transfer. Well, I started. I haven't transferred anything onto any of these, but I have read through at least 1900. That was the shortest. Now, um, these, they, this first, they're pretty good. There's a lot that I want to say about it, but there's a lot of inaccuracies as far as, um, there's some inaccuracies as far as what has been said. I don't know that there's a case of time travel so much as everything has been written in advance to do. But once I get done with it, which I am aiming to do it before the end of the weekend, because I am literally, I wouldn't even say close to two thirds of the way done. I am going to share that with you all because I think that's something I want to also document for anybody that might want answers. Now, I remember I stumbled across one of these TikTok videos, I believe, about this, these books. And again, there's misinformation. Like, there's misinformation. That's why I took the time to read the books because, again, I want to know what it's saying for myself. That's, that's a lot of time. The reason why I say it was stressed to read. Anybody will stress you to read, even the fine print, a lawyer even would. I know that it's like tenuous and strenuous. I don't know that I read every fine print, but reading is really fundamental. This this goes back to cliches. Like I've been telling everyone, like it's after a while, sounds like, ah, nah, nah, nah. but it really has a lot of truth to it. But so in this TikTok video, I was liking a comment where a girl shared or woman shared that she purchased the book, one of the books in the collection. It's a three book collection. And that specifically the one that the the author of the TikTok was talking about. So I have this book and somebody gonna have the nerve to comment unto her because, you know, conspiracy people are crazy. You know, we don't make any sense. We need help. We need some sleep, drink some more water, whatever the situation is, less Jesus, even whatever their solution is to our problem. Somebody commented and said, you see this one I'm talking about with you, conspiracy theorists lying or something they didn't say lying but implied you know talking saying how could you possibly have this book when this book was published or said in this video is published in 18 i believe 93 they're not quoting but i do believe it's 1893 and i almost lost my mind because i said it don't y'all ever hear of amazon that's why sometimes when i'm i'm learning even god told me i learned that a long time ago especially if it's not with a person who read I'm at the point where I'm about to just limit myself. Nobody really go back and forth with me. I'm not trying to be boastful. I'm not trying to be. I'm a very humble person. I'm actually like shocked. It's either because people are too lazy to find the time to go back and forth with me. And they just click. Maybe they're just respectful and just does this click me off. And what I mean by back and forth is I don't get too much backlash. Now, if I was on TikTok or YouTube, maybe. But also there's ways to contact and to communicate with me um, to, I guess, basically tell me you know what it is what all is that you think but for somebody to say that you like i'm at the point where i'm about to limit myself to people who actually read 
Because the same way I can find something for you, the same way you can find something. So what the what am I doing? What anybody doing arguing with somebody them? So all I simply said is like y'all ain't never heard of Amazon. Like before you even make that comment, before you say your book isn't like you're just so sure of yourself. But if but if I say I'm sure of myself, at least I'm gonna have something to back it up. But you already know this book. How though? You know, and this person go run around talking about something. They nobody has a copy of that book because it was in eighteen ninety three. Like I don't know if you're twelve and they weren't. I don't know if you're twenty. You're older than than that, from what I can maybe assume, from what I could see. It's just really, you know, crazy to me. What I, the I do work. I I take the time to try to figure it out. It's a, it's a hobby, a love of mine, and it's something that I'm going to do for the rest of my life. I don't do this for clout. I don't do this for no money. I know that I think on the Instagram page, I like I said when I was when I was setting it up or setting, I just set the Instagram page up when I was updating it. I read out, you know, you read, I guess you could say tips or um, how to build your page or how to get people to just come on. And I remember that I did do add a cash app. I don't give a damn about that cash app. I ain't never asked somebody to send me no damn cash app. I be, I'm just, I'm just keeping it all the way trail. I ain't never did none of that. I don't need nobody cash app. On top of that, sharing before money. If somebody shares, they share. I, God is the one is going to bring people. There's been times when I ain't been here for a year because things going on in my life, especially when I have my child. And there's been times when I haven't been here for eight months. And when I come back, I'm almost bewildered at the number that how people still was clicking. It didn't have to do with um, followers or I would say um, listeners who have been here and already listened to it. I'm sure there was a re-listening thing to things some may have, but to have just new people just coming in and just and just listening and listening. And also that made me feel the guiltiest the most, you know, because maybe they found something and they're waiting on her to come back. And where was I, you know? So it does mean a lot to me before this, the end of this pagan worldly end of the year that I have been back, you know, and at a consistent um as consistent as I can be, especially compared to like how I used to be. But you know, what I believe is what I believe. I'm at a point in my life where like, I don't need anybody to believe what I believe. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I'm not even going to dislike you because you don't. I'm not going to push it on you every time you, you come around. There's a time and place for everything. But one thing's for sure, two things for certain. Like, it just, it just is what it is for me. Most of all, what I believe don't hurt anybody. How? You know, um, show me how you know and then maybe but no it could never so even if it's like uh is i just don't think it's like a boring so-called hobby path yeah i didn't i didn't grow up thinking i was going to do anything like this but it is what it is so at the end of the day um i love you guys i'm say that every episode at the end of it because it is true and i need you all to know that i'm thankful for all of your support because you don't have to be here. You certainly don't have to listen to me. If you get me, you get me. And a lot of you get me. And if you don't, that's okay. Because I guess you still rock with somebody. But then rock with somebody. Rock with me. I'm somebody. Me. She. Her. Me. <laughs> and then you also have people that's listening. That are listening for the, the, the... I don't give a damn about a hater. Pull up to the front row. And I have refreshments on deck. 100. Like, that. I don't have time. What... Life is too short, you know what I'm saying, to pull up. Hopefully, in the midst of you, you know, uh, what they call speculating and, 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 and eavesdropping and all of that, you catch a word that may be beneficial to you. If not, then keep on eight. I tell you one thing, though, you're in the right place because cause, cause at least, you know, the, the glory and the goodness of God coming through here. 
the Holy Spirit sweep it through here. Child is oh the church. Oh, before I get over here, child, 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 child. the church and had ugly ugly sweater day in the church in the sanctuary. And then after that they had a ugly sweater Christmas toy drive next door. And I could not believe the amount of people that came into the church with ugly uh, Christmas sweater in the sanctuary of the house of the Lord. I just want to, yeah, yo, they all came to worship us and they don't just listen. When I'm talking about back in the day, if it was the original temple, if you had Aaron or Moses and you came to them, you think they would have accepted Israelite children or anybody who claims to come to worship the true God, the most high God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in spirit and truth, come and deck deck to the deck the halls. You better sit down with a uh, Christmas tree on the chest and Santa hat and the first lady too with uh with metallic red stockings on and I said, Lord have mercy. And then I said, and this the place you trying to lead me to go? Not trying to I talk to God. God know me like he know me better than I know myself, but I could talk to God. He knows my heart. I don't be but how I'm gonna be in there and catch the spirit while I'm looking through all this because all I feel right now is like I don't want to say I'm feeling I'm seeing red, but I just see how I just see it. This is absolutely this is absolutely ridiculous. This is like all right, what y'all gonna do what y'all gonna do because y'all gotta sell tickets to the toy drive. Fine, because y'all need your money because y'all gonna build another gate. All right. Well, on that note, chapels. <laughs> chapels. <laughs> on that note, who's on the Lord's side? I love y'all. <laughs> Stay blessed, stress free. Ah, happy holidays if you celebrate. Again, love y'all, and I'll see you all next time here on Who's on the Lord's Side.